Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Bias Impact Podcast. This is Anna Bias, and I just want to welcome you all to my first episode. I decided to title this, I was dying and didn't know it. I want to start off by reading first a scripture, and that is Luke 19.10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So let me give you a little bit about, a little background about Anna. I was born and raised in the Bronx, and I was raised by a single mother with another daughter. She, you know, was me and my sister. And my father was always in and out of jail since since we were born. And, you know, we grew up basically in a home where... You know, there was really no father figure. So my father was in and out of jail my whole life. Uh, because of that, uh, my mother was the one to raise us on, on her on her own. She really tried her best. Um, so I grew up in a home where it was a broken home. Uh, it was a home where there was no father figure. My father was never there. And so I didn't really know what it was to have what it was to have a family, a father and a mother. I didn't really know what it was to, um, how, how I was supposed to be treated in the future, right? How men were supposed to treat me because I never grew up seeing that. And so my mother tried her best. Um, you know, long story short, I, before coming to Christ, you know, I I grew up, first of all, seeing a lot of things that a child is not supposed to see. Um, I don't want to say anything else, any, any, you know, anything else about my childhood, because I think that's a testimony for my mother to share, you know, as part of her life, her testimony. But I did grow up seeing a lot of things I was not supposed to. But little did I know is that God had a promise and a purpose for my life when I was even when my, when I was in my mother's womb there was a purpose you know God had already separated me for for his glory of course I didn't know that then but definitely know that now and and so now I see now that I am in Christ I see the plans you know that are manifesting in my life I see that wow he did you know save me from a lot of things he did sustain me you know and and here I am and I praise God for that all the time God is good but you know growing up like this again you know I really didn't know what a real family was you know my mother tried her best and you know and she tried her best and I thank her for that you know I thank God all the time for my mother so growing up, you know, I I remember when I was in high school, I rem- and I just fast forwarded a whole bunch of years, you know, because you guys, I already told you guys that my father was never there. He was, it was in and out. I remember seeing him in jail and, and so forth. But I remember when I was in high school, you know, uh, my father was still locked up. He was locked up at that moment. And, you know, I remember just thinking that I was having a good time, not wanting to finish, you know, high school or not want, not wanting to go to these classes and just cut school and thinking that it was, 
everything was cool everything was okay but I remember seeking and, and trying to find that something to fulfill that void that I had the void of not having a father in my life and so I thought that by by seeking these things in the world uh, these things to fulfill me that my life would be complete not knowing that all those things were just temporarily and you're gonna understand why I say that later on but I you know I was messing up in high school I was really not I didn't want to be there I really didn't care for my education and my mother you know was never the type to really push me to finish school because she never finished school herself or she never went to school because of uh, the way she grew up back then the way her parents were and you know back in Puerto Rico that's how things were back in the days so she never went to school so she really never had the knowledge or she was naive you know so she really didn't know to push me to go to school to further my education she was basically there you know providing for my needs for school always there in parent teacher conference and doing everything a parent is supposed to do except that pushing me to further my education which I do not blame her because again she doesn't know any better and so I began you know to to just cut class and I began to date without my mother knowing and next thing you know I'm not going to class anymore and I, and I believe I was a junior at this time I was in 11th grade and I would cut school to see my boyfriend at that time which is my kid's father now but my boyfriend at that time and so I would just you know hang out in his house just wait for his mother to to go to work and just sneak in through the window and just do things that a 14 year old or 15 year old should not be doing so after you know going through all of these things and making believe I was in school and going back home and 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 this was something that I kept on doing every day. I was no longer going to school. I was just pretending to be in school. So my mother would think that I was in school, but just really going behind her back and having sex because I'm just, I'm a keeper real. That's what I was doing. And so there came this, this, this point that I, I turned 15 years old and I found out that I was pregnant. So now can you imagine a 15-year-old pregnant at that time? I mean, at that age, it was crazy. So it was something that I was in denial about. Um, when I found out that I was pregnant, I was already about three going on four months. I knew that I was pregnant, but I was in denial. I was so afraid to take, you know, to go to the doctor and check if I was pregnant because I didn't want to believe it. Um... So the time finally came, three months later, I still, I, you know, there was still no menstrual or anything like that. So I'm like, wow, there, there has to be, I'm probably pregnant. So I went to the doctor, came back positive, of course, and I can't even tell you what went through my mind. I was so afraid. I began to cry. I remember this day like it was just yesterday. I went with one of my friends from school. And I began to cry, and and the first thing I thought about was my mother. My mother was the first person I 
thought about because I was saying to myself, how am I going to tell my mother this? She's going to kill me. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to tell her. Fast forward, I didn't tell my mother the same day right away because I was so afraid. But I remember going to school the next day and telling my guidance counselor what was going on so that she can help me tell my mother because this is something that was really big and I knew that it was something that was going to change my life I knew that it was something that was going to change my mother's life so I was afraid to tell her myself so I confided in my guidance counselor to tell her and also my older sister that we were still living with my mother at that time the point is that they broke the news to my mother and I went home I was really afraid to step foot in the house but um, my mother the first thing she did when she looked at me was cry she began to cry and I remember crying with her she hugged me she said I'm going to be there for you to support you to help you I am not happy that you did this but I am going to help you and support you so there was a major relief in me when I heard those words coming out of my mother's mouth because I knew that she wasn't going to leave me alone because my fear was what if she throws me out or what if she disowns me or what if she tells me to have an abortion what if these are her words to me what am I going to do with a baby I, I'm a baby myself I'm only 15 years old I can't even take care of myself let alone a child so my mother was there to support me and and I knew I know now why she was crying back then back then I didn't know but I knew now that I know now that those tears were tears of you know knowing that my life was going to change completely knowing that I was never going to be the same again, that it was going to be hard, whether she's there for me or not, it was going to be hard. Not only that, I know that she was probably, my mother was probably afraid also because of her childhood. So she was probably thinking, wow, I went through this in my childhood. Now my daughter is about to go through the same thing. And, you know, back then things were not well with my kid's father. So she was afraid for me to become a single mother, which by the way, I did. So fast forward, and I'm, I'm sharing this with you because it's very important for you to know what happens with Anna before Christ. What happened? How was her life? What are the things that she went through? And it's important for you to know that I serve a God that changes people i serve a god that has a purpose for his creation i serve a god that is that that makes a way when there seems to be no way so this is why i need you to to focus here and listen to my testimony so that you may know how god changed my life so going back to my story um fast forward you know me and my son's father were having a lot of issues i ended up giving birth when I was 16 years old in 2002 and I gave birth to my older son Brandon that by the way he's 18 now so 
I, I gave birth to him, things were not well, you know, I was always getting cheated on, and so, you know, I was still a child, I didn't really know any better, so I stayed with him back and forth, back and forth, for like 15 years, back and forth, and it just never got me anywhere, just my children, which are a blessing, they were meant to be here, so I ended up being at home with a baby, my mother was the one helping me raise my son. She did the majority of the things for him. Because again, I was 16 years old, still trying to finish high school with a child. My mother said, I want you to finish school and I'm going to help you with the baby. The point is, I was still stubborn. Having a child back then did not change me. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm going to keep it real. Sometimes it changes people when they when they have a child, but in this case, it did not change me. If anything, it got me worse, and I'm going to tell you why. So that didn't change me. That did not stop me. Um, I did not finish high school. I remember even my, my high school at that time was like, Anna, you cannot be here anymore. You've been absent too much. There's something else that we have to try to do for you to, to help you finish high school like a program in a, in a different place, in a different school. That, that will help you with your child and they also have child care. So, of course, I automatically jumped on the opportunity because I said, wow, I can go to school and have my baby like in a daycare right there and then so that I can finish school. So I went for it. The point is that I went for it for two weeks. That was it. After that, I quit. I was not determined. I was not motivated. I was not focused. I was I was not interested in school and education at all. So I did not finish high school and I don't want to say it's because I had a child because although having a kid, you know, when you're a teenager does change everything and and it stops you from furthering your education and finishing school, but I had no excuse cuz I had my mother supporting me. I had a support system. So what was my excuse, right? I had none. It's just that I wasn't motivated enough to, you know, finish school. So I ended up dropping out. So I dropped out and began to work. At the age of 16, 17, I had my, my first job. And I had to work because I said, well, I'm not finishing school. Let me get to work to help my mother with the bills that's the least I can do because she's already taking care of my child so I did that and then fast forward to a few years after that I, I became a single I became a single mother I became a single mother um, things did not work out with my son's father so we ended up splitting each other and that happened and then I remember turning into alcohol, into parties, and I was very promiscuous. At the age of 16, I was really out there just living the wild life. I was living the wild life. I would go clubbing every weekend, even sometimes on weekdays. I would drink every weekend hard liquor and I would have sex not even 
I would not even get to know the person very well and I would get intimate. Why do I share this with you? Because I do not have shame in who I was back then because that is my testimony. That is not who I am now because of God. God changed me. God gave me an identity. So that's the life that I used to live back then. I was promiscuous. I really, again, having a child at that age did not stop me. I remember my father at one point coming out of jail and being so upset with me because I had a child and wanting to come out of jail, trying to tell me what to do now or trying to be a father. It was too late. And may he rest in peace because he passed away, but it was too late. But I want you to tune in to the second episode of this podcast in two weeks not the following Saturday, but the other Saturday after that, to find out what ended up happening when Anna became promiscuous and Anna just started living the wild life. What happened? What happened from that point on? Because let me tell you right now, things got worse from there on. Things got way worse that I should not be here right now to to say the story to you. But don't forget to tune in if you really want to find out what happened. I thank you all for listening. I thank you for your support. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get notifications when I go on. And thank you. And I pray to God that these episodes bless you because it's not for me. It's for the glory of God. It's for his people. And he will do the ministering. So God bless you all. And I see you in two weeks. I'm so excited that you have your podcast going. I just heard your two episodes and I just want to say, I know that God is going to bless every single word that comes out of your mouth. Keep it up, my dear, one of my beautiful sisters. So if you also subscribing to Anna's and you're listening to this, God bless you. God keep you.